0: The current spoiler warning level is Azure.
1: Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of Azure. We're talking about a machine from Gundam 0083 Stardust Memory, one variation, and then another variant from Char's Deleted Affair, which is of course uh, not animated and hopefully, God willing, never will be. Uh, So you should be good to go. Please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to Mechanista NG, where we're all that remains of the Delaz Fleet. I'm Six from Scanlane Media.
2: I'm done. I don't want to work for that guy. <laughs> well, you
1: don't have to. He's dead. Yeah, that's true, I guess. <laughs> Good news.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's very dead.
1: Also, I would still rather work for him than who I currently work for.
2: <laughs> you know what? That's fair. Um, uh,
1: and we're, uh, th- we're joined by a special guest this week. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself?
0: Hi! Yeah, uh, I am Sai, uh, Cy F. Sweetman. Um, I am a professional illustrator, uh, who has done a lot of work, uh, with mech design. Uh, you may, yeah. you may recognize some of my work from, uh, Frequent Guest Grant's RPG Last Shooting, where I did the cover art. Actually,
1: here's a fun fact, if just, I usually don't do this sort of thing, but if you slide on over to uh, our Patreon... Um, we have a tabletop uh, podcast, and we have we did the finale finale of our Mech season on uh, on last shooting. It was a really great episode. So, and the art of that is fucking fantastic. So,
0: thank you very much. Uh,
1: yeah, it was one of those things where um, I ended up like I I sometimes I slide into the art channel over on the Admiral Mapping Discord, um, and just like pick people whose art looks shit. And, uh, sorry <laughs> sick what? as wow. shit Whoa. wow yeah wow wow, wow.
2: wow. <laughs>
1: wow six. Uh, looks sick as shit and I follow them on twitter and I wait for a chance to commission them and then it just doesn't happen I don't have anything for them and then I was like you know what hey <laughs> uh. Yeah. But so that's that's the secret of why I follow you. By the way,
0: yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, <laughs> if you ever if you ever decide that there's something you want to slide my way, feel free to just slide into those DMs.
1: <laughs> the problem is usually for for mecca commissions, it's personal because I don't have a lot of excuses to do it with site money, and I'm really poor. So <laughs> hey, I <laughs> like... get it.
0: I get it. We are uh, we're an expensive service.
1: Well, you know, and it's like. It's one of those things where I don't think – I have talked to a lot of a lot of artists for a lot of commissions, and I don't think I've ever had, like, had someone say, this is what it costs, and I've been like, that's ridiculous. Uh, uh, the only answer – like, the worst I've had is, like, I don't have that right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like – it's f- hard fucking work.
0: Indeed. Yeah.
1: I've never heard of anyone, like, commissioning a podcast, though. I mean, actually, I guess I have. I guess, actually, I kind of do that if he's, you know – Sometimes they make me watch anime, but yeah, I was you know.
2: gonna say, wait a minute, <laughs> you do one yeah. of those. <laughs> yeah.
1: hmm. um, uh, but we're here to talk about uh, a mobile armor because it's been a while, hasn't it?
2: Yeah, I can't remember the last time we've talked about one. And besides, they're always fun to talk about.
1: Yeah, we've been a little a little suit focused, but it's it's time to time to talk about you know a, a sick monster friends. Uh, Sai, what would you bring to the table for us?
0: Uh, I wanted to talk about one of my favorite big monster friends, the zeal uh, from yeah. 0083.
2: It's a good friend. Um, I always
1: forget this is from 0083. For some reason, I'm always like, oh, is this like Quest's second mobile armor? <laughs> For but, some reason, I guess I thought Quest mark? was alive a lot longer than she was. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait a minute. But I just, this doesn't give me... This is a this is a sick machine. It does not give me Gato vibes. Yeah, for whatever that's reason.
2: That's fair. That's fair. It's I mean, it, like a lot of things in 0083, it does have that thing of like, oh wow, wait, this is still early UC, but this thing is really cool and fancy. But I I love it. Um, this machine's great. Um, so I guess I will start going through the. Uh, designer real quick and then we'll we'll talk about it
1: amx 2
2: or amax x2 uh, depending uh ask on me anything <laughs> um <laughs> so uh starting from the top we've got a head uh this machine has a very strange little head uh kind of reminds me of an earlier design actually from sentinel the zodiac where it's got like this like weird kind of flat long head that is, you know. Does does not look like a mobile suit head even, right? Like
1: Yeah, and it doesn't like you hear that and you think like Quebly, but it doesn't really, I mean it looks more like a Quebly than a Gundam, but it doesn't look Quebly.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. really it's long. It has kind of uh it extends like downwards a little ways and then it has this very bulbous front um that still somehow looks like a beak because of the overall shape of it 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 in ways reminds me a little bit of like the xenomorph uh but because of the way that it is situated uh amongst the rest of the design you don't quite have that like silhouette breaking aspect that you do with the xenomorph's head
1: now do you wish it had an inner mouth
0: I wish most things had an inner mouth. To be honest, okay, okay. <laughs> um,
1: You're tired of using your hands to eat a burger. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Always.
2: Um, like yeah, the the head, especially like looking at like the side profile, almost looks like a weird like mechanical fossil of a bird or something. It's so strange. Um. I've always really liked all the detail going on with it, too. Like, you've got, like, a lot of little, like, pistons and whatnot going into the sort of neck area um, that are just kind of exposed. It's really good-looking, though. Just, uh, you know, and it has, like, a little mono-eye at the front. The smallest mono-eye relative to the size of the uh, machine.
1: Yeah, this is a machine that doesn't actually have a lot of visible sensors.
2: Yeah, but it has a mono-eye. But, yeah.
0: Yeah, Going on down... Sorry, oh, sorry. Uh, just to note, yeah, I think that I love the greebles on the head so much. There's a, this set of kind of three odd circular cavities that are on each side of the head, and they are just, like, wonderfully weird. This thing is covered in weird circular detailing. And, uh, yeah, I'm always a fan of these uh, the exposed pistons, that kind of stuff that, uh, I mean... This and the IBO designs, I think, have great exposed pistons that are very influential on my own work.
2: Hmm. They're very good, is the thing. They're just they, they, they add a nice quality to any machine you add them to. I think. Uh, And then, of course, yeah, you even have like little cables on the neck. It's really interesting, actually, just because yeah, there's just so much mechanical stuff. This is not much like how. There's even, like, a lot of our favorite mobile suits are a bunch of weirdos that uh, try not to look like guys. Uh, this is not trying to look like a person at all. <laughs> this is not hiding the fact that it is just a weird machine with, you know, and that it's got lots of machine parts. Um, I mean,
1: I believe it's, its inspiration was a Swallowtail butterfly, so.
2: I can see that with the shape, yeah. Huh, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, that's, uh, that's down to the trivia. That's from, you know, Mika Akitaka was like, yeah, that's a that's, swallowtail butterfly. And I was like, damn, sick. What if it would gun?
2: <laughs> God. Um, but yeah, moving on to the body, uh, it has... So, I'm trying to... Uh, as always with mobile armors, my brain's like, okay, where, where, where to, like, how, how to describe this, really? Because uh, the body on this is actually relatively small, uh, I, I would say the shoulders, quote-unquote, are, like, the big part here, uh, but mm-hmm. the, the body, you've got, like, you know, just nice little detailing on it, a uh, frontal cockpit hatch, um, and, uh, like, yeah, just a, it's just got a very small little body. Uh, the body is not the focus, though, because uh, connected to the body are two absolutely gigantic shoulder binders um, that, well if you look at them especially from like the front or something do kind of have that you know wing look but like mechanical wing look as in like not wing zero wing look but you know
0: these these are a big fucking m
2: yeah um the 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 shoulder binders though are just great uh they're just these absolutely gigantic things they're covered with as as uh, Sai mentioned, lots of very like little circle details. They love using the circular details on this. Uh, like on the front, you have a bunch of like little me- mega particle beam launchers on the sides. Like where these these sort of secondary binders hanging downward. You have these three thrusters on either side. Um, there's also if um, there's also a thruster that's like on the inside area. So I guess for I mean. Thrusters everywhere for AMBAC is good, especially with a machine this big, so, you know, that's fine. Or not for AMBAC for, uh, just doing, uh, rotational movement and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, and then at the, uh, front, actually, the, the closest circles to the body, uh, those are two I-field generators because this guy's got a big ol' I-field around it, which I always love because I think barriers are cool. Um, and, yeah, just really big, uh, shoulders, uh, No visible arms, really, at first, other than, like, well... Or, sorry, you do have the normal arms, right? You have the normal inside arms that are, like, closer to the body that have uh, sort of a... The upper arm, no real detail, but the lower arm, you've got this really nice, uh, like, shape to them. Um, And, of course, they end with these little three-clawed fingers. Uh, And these things just rule. And then, of course, inside of the giant shoulders, there are little arms...
1: Um, yeah, yeah, this is, so one of the things I really feel like is it, we don't get enough of and is worth its weight in gold is when we get a mobile armor that's intended for all range stuff, but they don't rely on a bunch of funnels and bits. They're just like, no, we'll just take care of it on the machine. I love it. It's got arms for days.
2: Yeah. That,
0: these are, these are those arms that come out on big cables too. I don't know what the, what the mobile suit term is for when you have a machine that does yeah. that. Um, uh, Incoms? Incoms. Okay. Yeah, these these do that, and it absolutely rules when Gato uses these things.
2: Yeah. Um, al- always thinking of that bit where, uh, you know, he's freaking out because Sima has just assassinated, uh, Dalaz, and just launches the arm through through, like, the bridge of the ship to try to get her. And it's just... Wired weapons are cool. They're just really cool. Um... And, yeah, I love the little weird claw arms that just unfold. It just has them. It's, they, they have, like, these little, uh... They, they also have little claws at the end that have, uh... They can do, like, little beam sabers. And also, they can extend. They can't... Uh, the, the little sub-arms, sadly, uh... Cannot wire the way that the main arms do, but... Uh... Oh, whoops. Accidentally. I didn't close-close Discord, but I did that thing where, uh... I was- just the uh, window. Whoops. One sec. There we are. Uh, I-, I I do like that they can extend a little though. They have like you know, just little. The... yeah sound effect noise. Uh They go out. Um. I like that though. Uh.
0: Now you said that these have little beam sabers, but I want well... to express how big these beam sabers are. <laughs>
2: yeah that's the thing like okay relative to the mobile armor they aren't like the hugest thing but then again this is a 76 meter tall robot so these are pretty big actually yes <laughs> um and and it's got you know four of those and they rule um I it, this thing is just cool uh i i love these i love these arms a lot these quote-unquote arms uh like, including the shoulder and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, just these really cool, large mechanical parts that do... L- Again, lots of, lots of little mechanical details going into it with, like, the way the arms unfold and stuff. Um, which I just like because... I don't know, I feel like when you're working with a mobile armor, when you have that much room to account for, you may as well just kind of go ham with it. <laughs>
0: The other thing that yeah. I love about these yeah. arms is that they they come out late. Like, this is the boss that has a phase change, and these are phase two.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, because, yeah, early on, it doesn't even have to bother with those. It's basically just flying around, destroying ships left and right, and then when it starts fighting the GPO-3, it just starts revealing, oh, by the way, I have a bunch of other functions I can do.
1: It's a very sensible like phase shift if you think about it because it's like this is the final boss of the show and you never beat the final boss with a ranged attack so come on in (laughs) close meet these fucking arms
2: that is fair um moving on down to the lower body uh for the waist you've got a really large skirt uh on the front I'm um, trying to see what the part is labeled. I think it's just the thruster, though, because um, I have this really big artwork of of it with all the details. Let's see. I mean,
1: isn't that the high mega the, the mega cannon on the waist?
2: Uh oh, wait. I think that is a mega cannon on the waist, right? Yes. Look, this thing is covered in cannons. Six. It's hard to keep track of all of them. I'm not. I'm not. I just, you know. Yeah. No, that's true.
1: I I thought I had the insight there, and I thought I could be helpful. And, you, and you, I'm not. Be. I'll. I'll get to being a pain in the ass. I'm just not doing it right now.
2: Look. You, I, I, we, we, we talked about Pavlov training before this. I am just like this now with U Six. It's just normal. <laughs> uh, so, uh, also on the skirt area, though, you've got, like, these two little side thrusters uh, that, um, you know, they're binders that end in three little thrusters uh, that also, um, I believe they contain missiles as well, if I'm remembering correctly. I believe yes. you are correct, yes. Yeah they're on the, uh, hips there, uh, which is, you know, just because, why not, why not have a bunch of missile launchers on it as well? Um, and then, as you go towards the back, before you hit quite into the back, you've actually got, like, two, I believe these are propellant tanks, uh, that are also sticking down, uh, just really, really long propellant tanks, uh, and then it's got, Instead of legs, you've just got this really long tail booster, basically just a really long one going down. Um, I mean,
1: it actually it actually does actually have a proper tail booster, so this is like an abdomen booster or something. That, you know, that's
2: true actually. Yeah, because you've got the armor that's hanging off like the back, like sort of as a backpack. That's like more of an like the tail booster, and then you've got just this yeah abdomen. That's a good word for it, especially given the bugs going on, the bug mm. theming. Um. This this machine is cool. Like I'm sorry, just to like say it like that, but this machine is just really cool. This Um, is this is why I
0: wanted to talk about this machine. I think this (laughs) machine is also very very cool. Um, I love this thing. It it, to me it recalls like two different design lineages, um, both of which I think are incredible. Uh, the, the first, which is, uh, mobile armors, uh, that follow the rule of you don't need legs in space. Um, looking at, uh, the Zeong and the Alpha Azeru, which are yeah. both extremely cool machines that sort of, uh, go by that design principle of like having those big thrusters instead of legs. Um, the Alpha Azeru... Uh, also kind of foregoing big present arms in uh, in exchange for gigantic shoulders. Um, and then the other design lineage that I think of when I look at this thing is another set of like my favorite mobile suits, which is,, uh, it is really borrowing a lot of the shape language from stuff like the uh, the Quinmantha or uh, later the Kshatriya uh, mm-hmm. they are really leaning into those kind of like big rounded bug wing things that end in a point um, you can kind of see the big backpack armor booster thing is uh, a very very similar shape to the things that you get at like the back of the skirt armor of the Kubli. Um, yeah, this thing, this thing is is kind of taking those things and mashing them up into a, a very cohesive design.
1: It, it also kind of like one one design I would add to that to that lineage. Um, having built the HGUC recently, is I think the Nightingale actually fits nightly nicely into this this whole like uh, mm-hmm. I don't know design family of these, like, these huge bug wing binders, and, I mean, because that one is one where it is, like, in theory, a mobile suit, but if you just showed it to me, I would call it a mobile armor, you know?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I didn't know you got that six. It rules. Yeah, you
1: did. You forgot, I think, but... No,
2: I I knew that you wanted to get it after we talked about it on the Gunplay huh. of the Year thing, but I didn't know you had built it. Yeah. Yeah, I I built nice. I
1: built a yeah, I built a, a couple since last time. I got uh it was really fun having the realization of um I was having, I was having someone who was making a like explaining gunpla to someone else and they're being like, and you know, like the HGs are the small ones, and then and I was like, Well <laughs> so the biggest box I've ever gotten was an H G, so not always.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um But yeah, uh this machine <laughs> i feel like this machine also really inspired a lot of things even outside of gundam because i i swear i've played many like various in 90s like shmups uh just little things like on the snes and stuff when i'm trying games out and they love making bosses that in my head i just look at and go oh they saw the uh, the Noitzeal, and were like this thing is really cool um they, no no confirmation there but well, we know,
0: we do have confirmation on one of those, which is a uh, a boss from a, a Gundam spinoff you may have heard of called Final Fantasy VII, <laughs> uh, where right. Emerald Weapon is literally uh, very heavily really? based off of the zeal
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, um, one of my most feared machines in anything ever. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Dylan doesn't do great with underwater. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, the, the uh, Emerald Weapon might actually be the cause of that. Is the worst part because um, I played FF Seven as a, a, a as a young child, and uh, let me tell you, going underwater with the submarine and when that thing is swimming around is horrifying.
0: I definitely have very similar memories of being a kid and being very scared of being in that submarine.
2: Um. As a minor aside, I was doing, like, a live tweet thread on uh, Twitter of me playing through FF7, and I I was joking about how, man, I'm not looking forward to doing the submarine thing uh, again, and as soon as I did it, as soon as I went down, Emerald Weapon was doing the... Because it, you know, randomizes what it does down there. It was doing the, I'm going to swim around the water thing, and was, like, literally, like basically on the screen inches from the sub and I'm like no 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 and I was just like okay I'm taking a small break now
1: <laughs> uh for the record have great. you seen oh sorry go ahead
2: I was just saying it was great but uh yeah
1: have you have the two of you seen the final fantasy 14 emerald weapon before we should probably do an episode on on weapons at some point um but I'm going to post it here in in voice chat um, do. um yeah, it's an I interesting design has a very different type type of funnel type weapon.
0: Mm, yeah. <laughs> it's just a
1: bunch of levitating evil hands.
0: Yeah, it it really does. It also the thing about the uh, I've seen the uh the Final Fantasy 14 ruby weapon before and mm-hmm. the Final Fantasy 7 weapon design makes me think of the uh the meat Alsaids from the sure. uh, the OVA movie for uh, Escaflone.
2: Mm-hmm. I could see that for sure.
1: Oh, here's a really great... This is another image from, from Emerald Weapon Fight, um, and it is, like, just the, the natural crop of this, showing off what happens in Phase 2, is fucking great. Um, here you go. Oh, oh. <laughs> it is sex tuple wielding gun blades.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that motherfucker God. gold.
1: That gold, yeah. Oh, the um, man. the whole weapon line in 14 is just a big love letter to to mecha anime. So they do some, they do some shit. Uh, you you probably saw at the time when it came out that the there's one of them where you have your own uh, mecha, the the G weapon. And it does the the double zeta pose. I mean, like they're just they're just yeah. going in
2: <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I've I've really liked the ones I had seen. I had not seen Emerald Weapons uh, FF14 redesigned till today, but uh, it's pretty cool. I like that.
0: Yeah, it's neat. I, I the thing that I love about all of these designs that are based off the Noizel is, uh, they. They really seem to have subscribed to in when when you're designing things for uh in general entertainment design, character design, whatever, um, when you're trying to make a striking silhouette, you'll often exaggerate the proportions of certain things, whether you're gonna make them kind of like elongated or very, very small, um, or very, very large. And uh the thing that I love with all of these designs is it's like they looked around at all of the uh giant shoulder pad armor of the eighties and nineties anime uh that you see uh in that era and were like, we can make those shoulders bigger, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I miss I miss nineties and eighties like uh anime pauldrons. I think they should make a comeback, personally, but I just
0: I just need Deedlit to to be more present in the design of <laughs> anime coming out now.
1: I just need to be need Deedlit to be more present. God damn.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bring That's Deedlet bad. back. Um, you play
1: that Deedlit uh Metroidvania? That was alright was pretty right.
0: good. Yeah, I, I I enjoyed it. I mostly spent my boss fights like spamming potions.
2: Sure. Um, one last one, real quick, just on the uh, side thing of things that are obviously inspired by the Noitzeal. Um, this is like the final or second to final boss from uh Lanos Two, even and even that like with the head shape going on, the you know the color scheme. Oh, it's covered in circles that have little, you know, red details on the inside, etc. It's just, games in the 90s, they really like this thing, I I am pretty sure. Again, don't want to make any assumptions on the part of the mecha designers for those, but it feels like, oh, they saw the Noitzeal and thought, damn, that's a cool machine, and they were right. 100, they were
0: just right. 100%. The colors here are, are e- exactly that kind of weird combination of olive green and mint. Mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. A, a funny note on the color is I I find that a lot of material on this robot like the color in other drawings is super super inconsistent um yeah, yeah. and I think it's partially to do with the way that space stuff in 83 is lit um in in anime that take place in space. In like a lot of the 70s and 80s uh, mech and super robot stuff that you see, uh, space is very bright and things are uh, like very high contrast. And whether it as a stylistic choice or um, just because of time constraints or whatever, things are generally very flatly lit. And because 0083 is going for this like very very high detail look, things are very, very high contrast in all of their space scenes. Um, They are going for lighting that is a little bit closer to what it actually looks like when things are lit in space, Uh, which, because there is no atmosphere to refract light, and because there aren't a lot of objects that are nearby that would be reflecting light into the shadows, you have these very, very, very deep shadows and because there is an atmosphere refracting light, you have these very, very, very blown out highlights, which is why in a lot of shots of the Noisiel that you see, um, it's the, the green that
2: it is, is like almost white. Yeah, yeah it is a very bright green contrasted with very dark shadows. It's great.
1: I do not have nearly enough of a of an art brain to to make a like to know if it's for the same reason but I think you have a very similar problem with some of the designs from Shars counterattack right like the Rigazi often the colors end up being a little weird people can't decide if it's this mint green or much darker green or you know so closer to a beige
2: mm-hmm. yeah yeah I think I think the same thing comes up in that for sure um <clears throat>
0: But yeah, just, uh, like, I'm looking down at the uh, the Gashapon model that you can get of the Noizeal, mm-hmm. and it is, like, this very teal green. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. It's very cute, too. It is very <laughs> cute. I, I want that thing.
2: Yeah. Not a lot of model representation for this friend, unfortunately. I uh, actually was going to link these two. Uh... You can even see here like some of the color differences with these. You have the uh, high grade mechanics on the left, which is like a one five fiftieth scale one, and the other one I don't remember the line, but it's a one four hundredth scale one. Um, uh, that
1: <clears throat> that's the um, uh, GPO three versus Noiseal Stardust Memory Final Stage, I believe.
2: Yeah, um, which is a
1: Gundam collection.
2: Which- so... Which is the main reason I haven't gone. That is because it's uh, very expensive just because it comes with both machines. Even though they are much smaller than they usually would be. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, and even here you can kind of see though the one on the right going for that like brighter green. Not quite as bright as that little uh, Gashapon toy. And then mm-hmm. the one on the left here, the HGM, going for much more of a deeper like green. Um, it's always really interesting noticing that with them um i do have the one on the left though and i love having it uh because again they need to do more models of freaking mobile armors Absolutely. especially this one um but yeah um guess uh going through the armaments uh so yeah on the waist yeah there's a me- just a mega cannon just it's just called mega cannon um uh-huh. big big high output beam cannon on the waist um there are also nine mega particle cannons mounted across the body. You've got four in the shoulder armor and then five in the tail skirt. So the tail skirt actually, I didn't realize it had five in there. Jeez. Okay. Um, The these are funny because a lot of video games, uh, don't know actually what to do with like how many it has. And I do know that some of the ones on the rear side of things, uh, I think in like extreme verses, as well as in like even like more simulation-y games, they're just like, uh, fuck it, make them be homing beams, make them like the ones from the back move to- towards the front, like fire and they bend around. And I'm always like, huh, I don't remember it doing that. I don't think that's consistent, but they love doing that with this machine, which only adds to the feeling of ah, oh, I'm fighting a shmup boss <laughs> when when you're when you, when you run into this in video games. But uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. um very much i had
0: a great time in my uh prep for this episode watching a bit of a playthrough of uh a ps1 game called gundam battle assault um mm. where it was uh there is a lot of footage of hero yui piloting the noise zeal and using that mega beam particle uh or uh, mega mega beam cannon on the uh on the chest uh, as the fighting game super move, I'm just gonna post this uh, this clip of uh, oh, sorry I'm just gonna post this uh, um, this clip of it fighting the Big Zam uh, because I think it's hilarious looking uh, give me just a second
2: Yeah. Hero piloting that, by the way, funny funny uh, story behind that. That's the one where, uh, I I believe in all the Gundam Battle Assault games, they are not supposed to have those characters, and then they're like, well, we're bringing them to America, and no one's going to know these original UC characters we made for the game. So they're just like, okay, we'll put Hiro Yui in it. Also, how you get things like Hiro Yui and Izaku. Yeah. It- uh, let's see... Oh, this is a... I mean, I knew it would be big, but... <laughs> yeah, it takes up, like, the whole screen. <laughs> this is a very funny fight happening. Uh, the graphics for Battle Assault also have that, like, weird... They remind me of quap <laughs> Because it's, like, all these, like, you know, layered sprites that are moving, but, like, they move so smoothly against each other that it just looks... It- it's very neat-looking in a way, but also, God, it's just... What a strange-looking game. They're-
1: oh, I see what you mean. Like, the way, that, the way that it is a bunch of different sprites, like, like slotted together to make the mecha. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. We, we call
0: that nice we call one. that skeleton animation. Uh, it's,
2: very, it, it's very smooth in this game in a way that just, like... It, it looks cool, though, in action, actually. I'm liking watching this. I want to try this. I might yeah, do we, that we after needs, this
1: Someone needs to rip these sprites out of this game.
2: Yeah, they're very cool. Uh, I really like this big Xamri design they have going on. Yeah, it almost looks like it has, like, a big devil face. Now I'm just quiet, because I'm watching the fight. (laughs) Yeah, we need
1: to, say everybody pause. Let's (laughs) let's
2: stop. (laughs) Um, but yeah, um, this machine, uh, cool weapons on this machine, too. Um, just watching it fight here, I'm just like, dang, yeah, it hits with beams, it hits with claws, I love it. Um... There are four large missile launchers that are mounted on the hip-mounted boosters. Each one carries five large uh, missiles. Each one of the launchers. Um, there's also a pair of, uh, uh, sorry, a, um, yeah, yeah, a pair of six-tube missile launchers uh, that are smaller missile launchers. Each also on the hip hip armor. Um, there's also a twelve-tube small missile launcher in the skirt tail launcher, and each one of those tubes. So, each tube, each of those 12 tubes has 10 small missiles, so there's 120 missiles just on the rear skirt alone. Um, This machine's just got a lot of weapons, Uh, which is very funny because, like, again, I mentioned it earlier, but with being a mobile armor, with all that space to work with, it really implements the weapons on the design well. Like, just having mm-hmm. all these internal, like, beam cannons and missile launchers. So it doesn't, like, you wouldn't necessarily guess at a glance, oh, this thing is covered in weapons, but actually, it's covered in weapons. Um.
0: Yeah, I think there is a, a tendency in. Uh, it's a thing that I notice a lot with, like, uh, custom gunpla uh, kit bashes and stuff, where people kind of. They're like, and it's going to have every weapon, and it ends up looking super busy. And this is a thing that has a ton of weapons, but has managed to keep its design extremely clean.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, one of
1: the that's one of the great successes, I think, of of mobile armors is often they're much better at just integrating the weapons. You know. Yeah. Yeah,
2: especially when they are like, "Hey, we don't have to," you know, conform to like this holding a weapon. Which, to be fair, mobile suits don't either. It's just that people, you know, especially. I I like a lot of nineties and two thousands era Gundam, but they were really not willing to play with the shapes as much, I feel, um, going on. Which doesn't help that, you know, things like seed we've talked about, where uh when you when you get Okawara and you tell him to design thirteen Gundams for this, I mean, you know he's doing his best, but there's there's just limitations there too, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, this machine, just super clean, super weird with the, all of these weapons. Uh, and then, of course, for the arms, you have the f- uh, wired claw arms that we talked about, um, which are great. Uh, also, uh, silly science thing that uh, we're, we're also going to talk about in the special features, but I love that it keeps mentioning the half-control system that non-new types can use wired weapons, because they're like... uh well, we gave wired weapons to someone, and only new types are supposed to be able to do that in this era, so we'll just... Oh, I see. It's for yeah. people
1: without high spatial awareness. Shh,
2: don't! Uh. six. You can't do that. <laughs> you can't do this to me. Uh, Gundam seed. Anyway. Um... And then, of course, uh, the two subarms that are mounted in each shoulder. So these are just uh, little subarms that uh, have clawed cannons at the end that can also become just, like beam sabers
1: Mm
2: -hmm. um for special features we have the propellant tanks that i mentioned on the skirt um and they're just you know they're just big tanks that's it just you know that they're the the more oblong style of propellant tank rather than just being these circular ones um which honestly i like these shaped ones better uh like Mm -hmm. other suits like the um jaeger and stuff have uh uh, tanks shaped this way And I just think they're cool looking Um The half control system Which is it's like ah well Shoot uh we, we have a lore point About how uh you know New type weapons and wired weapons and whatnot Are supposed to work and uh So we're just gonna have to just mention This in a side thing that oh by the way It can just do this and it's Not even a big deal it's The, the, the fact they tried explaining it Is honestly the funnier thing to me um, and then of course the, I feel generators that are in the, um, uh, at the bases of the shoulders, you know, like where they connect towards the torso. there's the, uh, the two little, I feel generators. And then you have, um, two more in the tail skirt armor. It, it has the full orb happening. It's not like a partial one. This, you shoot a beam on this and just big orb. Um, I'm looking through the screenshots now, even and God love this, love this shot. Just, I I love when you have like that effect of the beam dispersing around them. Just looks good.
0: Yeah, I fields uh, okay. just have a tendency to look fucking sick.
2: But barriers on Mecha are just cool. When you have an orb and then the orb stops things from coming in, it just is really cool. Um. But yeah, uh, this machine though towards the end of stardust memory um used by Annabelle Gatto, uh used very well by Annabelle Gatto. i will say in general because basically what we get are uh like episode 11 and 12 where it is just destroying federation mobile suits and ships left and right and then finally uh at the in the final episode you have the uh gpo3 finally go against it and they, they don't even the gpo3 doesn't really win um, it just kind of, uh, fights to a stalemate, and then, uh, the, 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 the war crime Sun launcher is launched by the Federation there, and, uh, words for it, what is it, the Solar System 2, I think, is what they call it. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, just basically melts them down, and then Gato still manages to get one more kill at the end, because he does, like, this cool last stand. It's great. Love a last stand. Um, God looking looking through the um the the various photos I, I love this one of the arms where it's just hugging the uh, the Gpo3 with the uh, little sub arms there yeah it does a lot
0: cool. of grab attacks through this whole thing
2: it's really good is the thing it's just that that's something you don't expect from a mobile armor usually either like even ones with arms like you don't really expect them to do that and this one I mean, it does. (laughs) And it's cool.
1: Shows a lot of affection, you know.
2: Uh, Just wants to hug.
0: Also to note about this is... It just... It gets fucking destroyed in this fight. Like, it is... It has just chunks falling off of it. It has damage in a way that we... Because of the level of detail of different shows... Like, don't usually get to see. And while it's battle damaged
2: in that way it
0: looks very cool.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, and again, does not get chumped in that fight. The GPO3 also getting absolutely wrecked. It's really good. Um and yeah, by the end, I'm trying to remember like cuz I don't think they have the photo of it during the last stand on the wiki they don't. So I'm going to I'm just going to pull up the episode actually cuz I want to look at it. <laughs> um during that little last charge, though, when they're all trying to get back to uh, Axis. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. Oh, whoops. Open the last video file, which is not actually the last episode. That is Mayfly of Space. <laughs> let's see. Where, where are you at? Where are you at, Seal? Just a good machine, though. I, I do wish... It's funny. We're gonna talk about some related machines, but for such a really cool machine, sadly, not a lot of developed from or back and forth with it.
1: Yeah, we only got two other machines that are really have a have shared DNA. Uh, Unless you want to be a pain in the ass and be like, well, technically the Zaku, and it's like, oh god damn it. <laughs>
2: Ah, the Zaku, because it has a mono-eye. Uh, yeah, here we go. I love how the uh, the half that was facing towards the solar system is also just burnt and gone, like a lot of the armor hanging off. It's really good. Um. God.
0: Yeah, 0083 is full of just incredible shots of things that are destroyed floating through space.
2: It, mm-hmm. it is very good-looking, is the thing. Um... I also really love uh, this is some art by Hirotoshi Sano. I'm assuming this was for a magazine or something. Um, I really love this art of this like cra- the crashed Noid Zeal just like I don't know where it's crashed at but with a gravestone. Uh, this art rules. <laughs> Absolutely. really like this really like this piece. Um, but yeah, uh, any other thoughts on the Noid Zeal? before we move on to the related machines?
1: No, just on this art, I will say, you rarely get to see... There's something, like, there's this piece of the binder uh, just above the head that is, like, peeling away in a way that we rarely get to see battle damage in Gundam. It's like stuff gets blasted, stuff gets, you know, like, cut away, but seeing, like, Force peel something open is is a kind of look I would like to see more of, because it looks fucking sick.
2: Yeah. Well, then moving on, we have uh technically it is developed from something. This is from uh, a very criminal manga called Char's Deleted Affair, Portrait of a Young Comet uh, which is not good. Uh, I do like this design though. Uh this is, uh, I believe Ishigaki did this design. Um this is called the Zero GR um, or Zero VR. Uh, the. No consistent English translation of this, I don't think. Um Uh yeah, it's it's like a little red miniature no, no like um, The Noiseel is a it, it,
0: is a big M. This is a big T.
2: Yeah, this is a big flying T. It it uh I'm trying to see like looking through because I actually don't know this machine super well because while I try not to think about Shars Deleted Affair, even though I do like this machine. Um, I mean, there are a lot
1: of cool designs in Shars Deleted Affair. Um, the designs don't involve people, because everything... Every every choice made with humans in that is awful. Um, but yeah, I mean, it. I think it also has... It seems to me like it has a lot of... Vertigo
2: in it? Yeah. Which makes sense. Same designer. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Ishigaki's huh. doing this design, so... Um, uh, actually looking at it more from the back with all the visible thrusters and whatnot and like how the thrusters are much bigger. Uh what this makes me think of is somehow if the Noid Zeal and the Gerbera Tetra had like a child, is what it looks like, kinda. Yeah, for sure. Um, I definitely see that. Um I, but yeah, so just for the for the quick rundown of this design, just because again, not a ton to say about it, just given where it's from. Uh the head is a similar longish head, though. This one has a mouth, um, and I'm curious if that's going to end up being... A- yes, it is a beam cannon. Okay, cool. Um, I'm, like, looking at that, and I'm like, okay, I've seen that design motif before. I know what this is. Uh, so, yeah, it's got a sort of mouth beam cannon at the front. Um, you've got it's a little- also got a
1: blade antenna in the back.
2: Yeah, you got a little antenna on the back. Uh, very bulbous torso. Uh, the torso uh, looks... Almost very uh, Izabuchi-esque to me, even though this is an Ishigaki design, just because uh, it's got these little holes that are drilled into it, and every time I see those holes, my brain just goes, ah, pat labor. Um, I believe, let's see, are these Vulcans? No. These are... Okay, it just says that this thing has 17 megaparticle cannons, so if it's a <laughs> hole on this and, a, and, and it's not, like, you know the uh, thruster like very visibly they have to be mega particle cannons cuz there are apparently 17 of them and i count i i can see 5 obvious ones <laughs> um so okay fair enough uh i really like the torso also like at the bottom like the way it connects into the waist you've got this like it it, it almost looks like it has like a weird rubber covering or something like rather than like a metal piece um
1: or like in a in like a human armor sense it's like it has like a chainmail like undershirt Mm kind of thing yeah it
0: it reminds me a lot of actually um the waist of the five star stories mechs um if you look at those they all have a very very similar kind of these vertical striped mechanical sections uh Mm -hmm. that you know give it that hourglass figure
1: yeah. Someday we'll cover those. All I know is people keep telling me I'm not allowed to talk about them, and it's criminal. And I don't know why. Uh, I
0: have um, a model of the Bang that I like quite a bit. It was a nightmare to put together. Those uh, those model kits are not good. Um, yeah. But uh, it was fun to paint.
2: Yeah. I uh, I have a half-built uh, uh, Oge Arscals, uh, the one of the newer ones, and... Well, it has a lot of quality of life features versus the earlier Volks models. Uh, I'm still going to be a very extensive paintwork thing and, you know, lots of glue required and whatnot. Um, but it looks cool. That's the thing, right? You're not going to get any mechs like that uh, other than in Five Star Stories. Um, just very unique designs. Um, yeah, w- we'll talk about it at some point, Six. I- I've joked uh, a little bit about how... Uh, I don't wanna talk about it because uh sometimes there are certain Nagano fans that get a little weird about people's thoughts on five star stories, uh but that's I, I wouldn't worry about that on this show. I think it would be fun.
1: I mean I could get weird.
2: <laughs> we we can all be weird six. It's whether <laughs> right. you choose. To I guess be I'm
1: weird. not I'm not special, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> um but yeah, uh the uh, arms on this, though, uh, taking the cue from the deal, you do have just two large shoulders. I believe there's no sub-arms on this at all. Uh, it is just the shoulders themselves. Uh, they uh, have, at the ends of them... See, these are the ones that are the obvious guns, right? Because they are literally like little turrets uh, that are at the, end of this, the ends of the arms here. Uh, um... I like the shape of these a lot, actually, and the back of them, I do like the little thrusters, uh, on the outside. Um, moving on down, though, for the, for the waist, you've got two side skirts that also have just little cannons on them. Uh, a very long, like, rear skirt with a large thruster underneath, and then the front skirt, I guess, is, which is also just the bottom of the body... Uh, just a very large, thick front skirt. Uh, that also has a little turret can based cannon on it. Um, and yeah, this is just a cool looking machine. Uh, you know, again, not to- not a lot to say about it, just because it's on something animated. It's not in something that I imagine most people care about, because CDA is. <laughs> the um, I-, I joke a lot about Kitazume uh becoming a hack, but that is literally the start of it. Is oh. They got the Zeta Gundam character designer and like you know artist to do a manga. That sounds exciting, oh no, oh no uh, it turns out that that was a bad thing.
1: My only real problem with this design is it feels like one of those cases where they created the predecessor suit and it's like much more powerful like I don't think it's as cool, but like it's got seventeen mega particle cannons.
2: Yeah. Oh, 17 that aren't including the five that are the movable ones. I'm sorry. Yes, I'm
1: sorry. Apologies. And also not including the mouth mega particle cannon. Where so I guess are the... total, it has 23 mega particle cannons.
2: I want to know where they are. I just I'm looking at this and like you know. I think
1: every you see all those little bumps on the chest?
2: Yeah, the little holes. All there. of them. All of them. It truly, yeah, but that would only be
0: 10. It truly seems like, um while designing this someone said well the the noise yields got got five or seven or whatever and then uh izabushi is it is that the, is that the designer oh no uh ishigaki ishigaki ishigaki's like oh yeah mine's got 23
2: yeah look where are they <laughs> i want to hope that they're he's... on there <laughs> i want to hope that he's not that petty i'm going to blame kitazume for this (laughs) with him being the 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 manga's artist uh it's funny because actually looking at ishigaki's art i don't even see where they are labeled he actually just labels you know the you know the guns themselves um like that are the turrets um so kitazume being the the manga artist i'm gonna assume he just draws them uh Doing things. Oh, I was incorrect though. This does have little hug arms. Okay, hold on, uh, because I found these little bits, these little pages here. Uh, I don't, I don't know if uh, Ishigaki even. Oh no, he did draw the arms. They're in the very center of that art. You can kind of see them unfolded. Oh, that's so cute. It's, they're Just little. This is little romantic. Hug arms.
1: <laughs> I mean. Yes, unfortunately, it literally oh, is. No, That's the problem. Oh, oh no, oh de- <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, you have nailed... <laughs> oh, oh dear.
0: Please don't tell me yeah. any more about this manga. <laughs> Delete it from my mind. Uh, uh,
1: yeah, again, is-
2: appropriate name.
1: Yeah, the deleted affair is actually being used in the Western sense, unfortunately.
2: Yeah. Um, but, alright. Uh, moving on to the other related machine, which... Uh is the Noit 2, the AMA 002S. This is a G Gen original, which is to say, it's it's kinda weird. Um it's by Kimitoshi Yamane, uh, who is I believe normally again <sighs> again, Yamane's always the one I think of as a vehicle designer first, uh, in my head. Um If I'm remembering right, I believe he's the Moby Zero designer and he's like done work on cowboy bebop and whatnot yeah he's like the designer of the mobius zero from c he's normally a vehicle designer but he also did this machine i mean
1: i sorry it just has to be said i mean mobile suits and mobile armors are vehicles
2: you you know know what what you mean
1: i know i do know what you mean but if i didn't say it
2: i know know, i know it would have just been left in the air i feel like there's a different bit of like absolutely that has to go into I am designing a ship versus I am designing a mobile suit. Yeah, mobile suit's also a guy. Yeah.
1: Sure, sure. I mean, you can ride a guy. Yeah, that's true. Just ask me about every night I live. We
2: just said no talking about the romance. Anyway, (laughs) moving on. Oh, there's
1: no romance involved, I promise. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) This is just business.
2: uh, All right. What... I don't know where i was i'm just i'm 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 lost again okay yes no i'm here okay noite 2 right uh so this is a g gen original uh this is i I actually quite like this machine still um it definitely is just doing kind of its own weird uh own thing uh it has okay so it's got the noite head but with a commander antenna and funnily enough you mentioned the nightingale 6 look at the shape of this antenna they did just give it the nightingale antenna they
1: they did you're right
2: um and the torso also actually is far more pointed than the original night seal torso almost said toaster (laughs) um uh which again very much evoking like a nightingale-esque image to this um the arms uh you've got Oh, shit note, actually, the torso, you actually have two segments of the torso that kind of are more normal mobile suit-like, which is to say, if you look at the sides, it's got, like, chest vents and, like, torso sections, they're just gigantic, um, before you hit the actual shoulder binders, um,
1: mm-hmm.
2: which is just kind of interesting choice there. You can actually see it really well from the rear, too, like, the way the torso is sectioned out, but, um...
1: Yeah, again, very Nightingale.
2: Yeah. Huh. The, uh, arms, uh, or I should say the shoulders, because this, again, large shoulders, uh, appropriate for something based on the Noitzeal. Uh, I, re- I actually really like the design of these. These ones are swept back more, rather than being, you know, just, like, large, flat, flatter ones. Like, you know, when you're looking at the Seal from the front, you're getting most of the shoulder binder from the front, whereas these ones are swept backwards. So, mm-hmm. um, uh... Also really cool on this, actually, is when you look at the rear shot, uh, you can see, like, those little covers for the thrusters. I really like it having those covers on the thrusters and how they look kind of, like, movable. Um, which, again, appropriate for, and back, and appropriate, I guess, for just keeping the thrust directed. Um, which, and, and it looks cool, which is the important thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like the back view of this a lot more than I like the three-quarters view of this. Um, the three quarters mm-hmm. view I would describe as having the silhouette of like the crest of a chicken.
2: <laughs> I hate that now because I can see it. Yeah, that's not unfair. Yeah, I I do think this is definitely a machine that I I think the the front art does not necessarily do as much justice to like the the design as when you see it from other angles, mm. um especially just the specific view that they picked there, um. Uh, the yeah the the arm binders though uh, are done we've got for the waist a uh, really large skirt armor located throughout uh, the rear skirt armor is huge on this and full of thrusters uh, which you know that's cool um and then the bottom thruster is interesting because it looks like it has it, it looks like it has articulation right like it, it's almost like a singular large leg for the for the for the bottom thruster yeah. Um, because you can kind of see, like, that midpoint where, and especially from the rear, like, it's it's swept backwards, but from the front, you can see this, like, piece there that I'm pretty sure that that bottom piece can, like, bend into, right? Like, that's, like, a it's, knee. And
1: its back uh, blast deflection also can clearly move, too. Mm-hmm. So, that, that lends credence, Clearwater Revival to it.
2: Um, And then the uh, quote-unquote backpack, which I guess is still integrated more into the torso given the whole nightingale leaning here, is you've got uh, four thrusters uh, and then uh, a large rack that I believe is uh, where the funnels are. Yes, these are actually funnels.
1: Oh, those are funnels. I was going to say it reminds me of the Zissa booster pod in the design.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, These are actually uh, funnels on there. Um, Huh. Yep, this is basically uh, a Noitzeal 2 where they were like, well, what if I had a Psychomu system? It um, does also have uh, subarms in those arms. Uh, its subarms are kind of strange, uh, but I do like them uh, here. I'm going to post the picture of them unfolded. Uh, definitely uh, leaning in on them being like subarms. Uh, I'm trying to see exactly where they unfurl from. Because it's like, you can see the detail in this art, which means if I look back at the other art, I should be able to identify that. I think it's, I'm pretty sure that it's the bottom of the binders, though. Uh, the that shoulders. would
1: make sense. Yeah, you can see, uh, if you look at the the front three quarters art, you can kind of see on the front of the binder, there's like a little panel that's like the wrist.
2: Okay, yeah. So it sort yeah. of folds
1: up and around.
2: Um, And actually, uh, not necessarily the best for saying it, but there's also this little SD card where it's got its little arm out. <laughs>
1: Uh, no mono eye anymore. It's got two eyes.
2: Uh, yeah, very or, gay. So too, perhaps gay they're two mono
1: eyes. I don't know.
2: But... Two two mono eyes. Uh, very gay dry esque in that regard. Actually, yeah, that's the thing about this machine. It's called the Noitzeal two. But what Yamane is doing is going. I like the Nightingale. I like the Gay Dry, and I like the Zeal, and I'm gonna kind of just mash them all up. Is what it really feels like is happening here. Um,
1: I don't hate it. I just want to see proper art of it.
2: Yeah. Um. Also, uh, it's pink. Should note, it, it's a very bright pink color, um, is kind of its consistent color scheme going through, like, various games.
1: And a classic form of, uh, fan cowardice is that there is fan art on the wiki, it's labeled as fan art at least, which is something, um, and it makes it a darker pink closer to red because, of course, Char can't pilot a pink mobile suit.
0: Yeah, this is the piece Look. of fan art that really solidified in my mind this chicken waddle thing. <laughs> God.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, so for the armaments, <clears throat> it does have the, uh, heavy claws. It doesn't look like they're actually wired, though. Um, these claw arms are not actually wired. They are just big claw arms. Um, they do have the, uh, mega particle guns, though. Or mega particle cannons and beam sabers, I should say. Um, it's mentioned some 80 millimeter Vulcans here. I'm curious where the Vulcans are. Uh, because, again, it's one of those things where... We don't have really big art of this either, is the unfortunate thing. So it's just like, oh, I, I don't actually know where those are. I'm going to assume the head.
1: <laughs> I mean, there are two little spots on the top of the
2: binders that it could be. The little side there. Oh, uh, yeah. Possibly. I don't know. I
1: don't
2: know. Um, it does mention the missile launcher. Uh, oh! You know what, Six, I apologize. Maybe you are right, and those are the missile launchers in the middle, because I just realized it does say the funnels are hidden within the main body. Mm. So those might be the missiles on top, and maybe the funnels are just like from a hatch or something in the back.
1: Yeah, because with the line connecting them, it just looks a little too much like the Zissa for it to feel like a coincidence to me.
2: That's fair, yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, the missile launcher, though, that's located in the main body, so that's that area on the back of the head. Um, the Mega Particle Cannons, uh, it has a pair of them on the waist, uh, it mentions they are actually less destructive than the Noid Zeals, uh, interestingly, um, they're, they are weaker, but, and it only has the two, uh, they sort of splay out diagonally, though it does mention here that it's unknown if the angle can change. I would assume so, because I think having beam cannons that would just be firing diagonally at all times would... you could adjust those that's fine is what how my brain would go um Mm -hmm. but you know and then yeah the funnels the funnels are just uh hidden within the body uh six it does have six funnels as well um so you've got the uh six missile launchers and six funnels that's why i was thinking they were the funnels too is just because the count of them up there uh Mm -hmm. but yeah has a psycho immune system instead of the quote-unquote half control system, and it has an i field generator, of course. Um, funny thing about this, I'm wondering if this existing is why the zero GR exists, like if Kitazume was like, oh, Shar was supposed to get a seal, but uh, wasn't able to get it, well uh, I want my own version of that instead of using this SD Gundam machine. And he's just like, Ishigaki, draw me it, and Ishigaki's like, okay, I guess. <laughs> Sure. Look, I have to make it out like uh, uh, Kitazume is a bad boss because I just don't like him. <laughs> so I'm going to be uncharacter, uh, ungenerous if, if to pe- him.
1: If people write stories that you don't think are very good, they have to be bad people.
2: what you, have you read Zeta Defy? And hold on, there are bad things in that. I do not like him. <laughs> I,
1: I'm just, I'm just clear, I'm just stating clearly and and you know with good language what your position is. I have no. You opinion
2: on the matter so rude to me <laughs> so rude to it's me. kind of our dynamic this is but um yeah uh also fun fun thing that i just noticed uh the art for this on the wiki like when you look at the bigger art they spell newton uh like noitzeel as a new zeal like as an n-e-w-z-e-e-l on some of this art <laughs> I'm, I'm curious if there was, like, some point in the past of Gundam where they, they're they like, well, we don't have an English translation for this, so we're calling it the New Zeal.
1: I mean, Ne does just mean new in German, so...
2: Yeah. The fair. fact that they went with Zeal with Z-E-E-L, because wouldn't Z-I-E-L be, like, Z-E-A-L? Zeal, I assume?
1: No. Oh, no. no. Okay. It's like uh It's like a, a... Objective? There's probably a... it's That's probably too... Something like that. My My German is rough dog (laughs) yeah
0: i don't know enough about german to be able to have proper opinions on this i listened to a pronunciation guide video very briefly uh that was it
1: it would probably you know i i i I, this is a lot of inference but i would say something like like new goal it's It's sort of like like target something to strive for Okay, sure, that makes sense. That makes sense. But it's, like, something to, something to strive for.
0: Okay.
2: And
1: I think that's how... I. That might be how you get the English word zeal and some derivative of that, but that is pure conjecture. I don't actually have any idea.
2: Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, I always have to defer to six on this, even though six... Much, much like me <laughs> taking, I believe, uh, I took three Japanese classes in high school. Or, sorry, two Japanese classes in high school, um... I believe six was it like you took german in school i assume
1: i took german in school and my mom speaks german sometimes for fun and i've visited my relatives in germany
2: okay um, and some
1: of whom don't speak any english and so you hear a lot but. okay yeah
2: this is it, no, no 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 hold on that's my noise of distress you can't take that
1: well i, I was very very dylan moment from me <laughs>
2: Oh wait, no wait! I shouldn't laugh at that. That's being mean to me, still, right? It is okay. I think I think it is. <laughs> I don't know. Uh,
1: impartial judge. Yeah. So, what do you think? Does uh, that mean
2: sometimes
0: being mean is funny?
1: <laughs> <laughs> God, ain't it true? <laughs>
2: uh. All right. Um. Yeah, the Noitseele too, though. Again, it's cool. It's. The problem is, it's in a video game, so not as much to talk about. You know, it's it's specifically it's an SD game, so it's funny. We look at this unSD art, and it's like, oh, this is pretty cool. But when you see it in game, it's just typically like you know, squished down and cutesy, in in comparison. Yeah, it's a I little mean, bird. Baby less so, in this art. Yeah, less so than other SDs, but you know, still, still SD. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think the design itself it's fine. Um, but yeah, that's it really for derivative designs though, uh, on the Noidzeel. Um, they don't make them like they
1: used to with mobile armors.
2: No, they don't. Um, like I
1: can think of a few model mo- mobile armors from the modern era where I'm like, yeah, that was pretty cool. But like, I don't know, you look at like Seed and they're like, what if we did a really terrible redo of the fucking, you know, GPO-3 and I'm like, I fucking hate this.
2: Oh, you don't like the meteors? I mean about they're not this? as
1: they're not as fucking bad as the ones from Double O, but they do suck.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I uh I have not seen enough like modern Gundam to be able to really have too much knowledge about this. The the one that I can think of oh I guess there are two in this is uh is I have seen Unicorn. There are two mobile armors in that, and neither of them are I don't- I'm not particularly fond of either of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: there's one I like, and then somehow, after watching it in the episode, I disliked it. <laughs> uh, which is the earlier one, and then the later one... the eh. uh,
1: There's- it's impossible to like the one from- from the end of Unicorn because of what they fucking do with it. Any good feelings you have, they just- they just ruin
2: <laughs> Yeah.
1: But, um. uh, you probably don't even know the thing about that, do you, Sai? Uh,
0: I, it's been, it's been a long time since I saw Unicorn. I-
1: Oh, you, okay. You yeah, have yeah, seen yeah.
0: It, I, I will confess my Gundam crime that it was the second complete thing I ever watched. All right, fair yeah. enough.
1: I mean, listen, you know, not all of us can have a, have the noble Gundam history that it's, I have. It's true. It, uh, it,
0: the- Really, I think, um, part of the blame lies with, uh, it being the, the, like, one Gundam thing they had on Netflix for a while.
1: Absolutely. That's how it got mm-hmm. most people. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Or,
2: like me, in 2011, when I'm in high school, and I'm very silly, and I'm like, Ah, I'll, I will simply watch the newest thing, and that will make sense on its own. Oh, I watched Gundam Unicorn, and it's only, like, four episodes in anyway. Well, what do I do now?
1: See, I'm, I actually got really lucky. I don't, I don't talk about it much because I don't, I know, like I feel like there are people. I know people who make this like a big part of their personality. and I just don't have that much to say. But when I was a kid, I did actually spend some time living in Japan. Um, and uh, there was this show. I was, it was uh, 1979, and there was this show that came on. No, I never lived in Japan. Sorry. <laughs>
2: i was like i was like i was like th- hold on there's there's conflicting info here with what i know about you and i should <laughs> but i shouldn't i shouldn't say anything
1: I'll Just just wait for the really bad joke to play out yeah. um yeah the, these are these are the noise eels they're fucking yeah, sick they're very cool yeah. e- even the bad one is sick
2: yeah now now by the bad one you mean the zero gr right yes of course okay. no
1: i i like the two a lot I, I i think if i saw like good art of the two it might be my favorite of them right now it isn't the original noise Alos, but i feel like if i if i saw some proper art i might be sold i really like that head missile rack that's cool. that,
0: that is that is cool i will say i think i still think the the original is 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 doing it for me absolutely the most um the the two is cool. It's a little busy for my taste. Um, but yeah, these are these are three yeah. cool machines. Cool, mm. terrible machines.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, um I guess for the end. Uh Cy, do you have any plugs?
0: Uh, not too much. You can follow me on Twitter at Cy F Sweetman, uh to take a look at Art that I do, um, you can find a lot of my art in uh, in a great tabletop RPG called Armor A Stir uh, that I would recommend for everyone uh, by Briar Sovereign uh, that you can find I think over on their itch at where gazelle dot um, itch <coughs> uh, Other than that, uh, yeah, I think that's it.
1: Yeah, uh, you also you have uh, your your um, personal site over uh, civsweetman.car.co. co. We'll put a link to that in the in the chat here. You can check out you know uh, its portfolio and and you have shirts. I
0: uh, I have one shirt and it's of a very normal dog. Oh yeah, this dog
1: is uh, is just you know listen just having a having a normal yes. day. Okay, all right, all right. Does look very cool, but I would not have known it was a dog if you hadn't told me. (laughs) Which is not a criticism of the art, it's just it's just how how normal a one. I love to
2: reframe a weird drawing with a name. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, my favorite part of it is it being normal dog two.
0: Oh yeah, there are two normal dogs. Oh. Uh, I can I can I can link you uh, you both the the original normal dog uh, somewhere. Let me let me see if I can find the original normal dog. It's also as you would expect, extremely normal looking. Um,
1: so it's like a it's like, it's like a terrier or like a husky or.
0: Uh, normal is I think uh, how I would describe it. Oh, okay, yeah.
1: sure, sure.
0: <laughs> like, okay, it's like you know when you look at it, you're like hundred percent that that's a dog uh doo, doo, doo. okay sorry i'm gonna have to scroll through some garbage <laughs> i don't i don't keep i don't keep good enough oh here we go here's the here's normal dog number one i'm just gonna post that in here it's a little more normal
2: Let's oh yep yeah that's that's just a yeah. normal dog Totally not. I do want to pet I do want to pet this dog I really want to pet this dog
1: Kind of looks like a pit bull um, Dylan, where can people find you on the internet?
2: Uh, you can find me at lowpolyrobot on twitter.com Where I post robots and video game pictures generally And that's about it <laughs> And then and, I and I plug this show on, on the twitter And then I plug that on this And then yeah yeah. Six where can people find you?
1: Uh you can find me uh, at six detmar on Twitter, S-I-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. you can find my work at scanlinemedia dot com or patreon dot com slash scanline media. But folks for the rebirth and the ideals of Xeon for the success su- success of Operation Stardust Pocket casts. I have returned. (laughs) Peace.
2: As long as you live you must remember one thing give and take the one in the same